Hello, and welcome to episode 66, 666, of The Nerd Out. I am Lisa. We are girls who are going to nerd out with you for the next, more or less, 60 minutes of your life. Yeah. Unless you dare to stop this podcast, which I would not recommend. <laughs> uh, you can find us online. We are, um, we have a website, www.thenerdout.com. We're on Twitter, uh, The Nerd Out. We also have a Facebook page. We are sporadically on Instagram. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes like it makes me laugh when I see in my in my feed something that you posted will show up, and I'm all, oh, right on. We're on this. Yeah, and, and you too. And I see. I was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Good, good, good stuff. Good, good, good stuff. God, we're funny. <laughs> um, so yeah. Hi. Hey, Ritzy. How are you? I'm well, Ti. How are you? Good. Apparently, you were saying it's been a month to the date. Yeah, we're exactly a month. Last time it was September 23rd, and boom, we're here. I'm your and monthly visitor. Yeah, amongst other <laughs> monthly visitors. Um, but we went on a field trip today. Yeah, we had a we've hot date. To, we've been together for date. many hours. And we having the, the yeah. Jameson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jamie and Ginger. Boom. Cheers. Cheers to you, folks. Um, yeah. So. We have a lot to talk about, a we lot do. to cover, mm-hmm. a lot of shit's happened since September 23rd. Um, so yeah, let's let's start it off. What are we talking about? What's ever on? What's in the atmosphere? What's in the air? What's on everyone's brains right now? Everything Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Those of you of a certain age, <laughs> certain age bracket know what we're talking about. <laughs> Our big Bill Murray fans, regardless, know yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah, it's like all Star Wars all the time. Um, like the posters up, the first legit trailer is up, the tickets are up. I already bought my tickets. Nice, nice. Um, I bought my tickets and I bought two extra tickets. So I was oh. gonna say if uh, I don't have any takers closer to and y'all want to come, yeah, but you're art liking it, art, art like, yeah, liking art liking it. it. I'm trying to see if if I was telling Ti today, I was wondering if that new place I picks that everyone's talking about with yeah, the recliners. I, and I all didn't that see stuff. it there. I didn't see it there either, but I don't know. We'll see. Because um, I have to wait for Miosito. We're pretty picky. Art like for sure. Uh huh. It's the dome. What time? It's what at time? noon on a Saturday. I think we might be able to mm-hmm. make that shit happen. I know, I'm like, people. I'm not going to deal with the nerds no, on I Thursday can't. I for can't. sure. I can't. It's there were like not any tickets by the time I got around to Saturday. Oh, anyways, and I'm like, it I don't want to. the internet. Yeah, it broke the internet. So fuck Kim Kardashian and her whole like photoshopped champagne ass no, picture. Star Wars, Star Wars broke the internet. Star Wars. Um, so let's talk about the trailer. What did you think? When did you see it? What time of day did you see it? Who I did saw you it see at it night. Away? I saw it at night, the night it came out. I saw it by myself. Wait, that's wait. how I roll. Wait, what were your thoughts? Um, you know, I was not as excited about it as I thought I would be. What? The music is really awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, the music, you're like, <gasps> yeah. like, that's definitely is thrilling. But I was just kind of like, I don't want to say ambivalent, but I feel like I've been burned before. Oh, so you're a little like I'm cautiously. Up, I'm a little, little yeah. I'm a little I'm a little defensive. I'm a little afraid to love. Mm, some mm. might say. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um I saw it in the afternoon. It was just the supernatural bear and I mm-hmm. got my computer and mm-hmm. then I was just gonna watch it by myself. And he loves Star Wars. I mean mm-hmm. he's he just turned three. He loves Star Wars, but he doesn't. He hasn't seen the movies yet. He can't really sit through a whole movie yet. We're getting close. Mm-hmm. So I've been wanting to. I was like, oh, I can't wait till he can watch all the movies yeah. and understand. But right now, he understands like 
that he likes Darth Vader. He has Star Wars P- Darth Vader PJs. You know, for his uh, birthday, his grandma, big grandpa got him Star Wars sheets. Like he loves mm-hmm. that, and he I don't know what it is. And um, so then I was watching it, and then he heard from across the house, and he ran up. Pip, 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 pip. He's like, what? he's like, Mama, Mama, bro, what you doing? And I was like, Star Wars trailer. You want to watch? And so he, it was super cute. He didn't understand what was going on, but he knew it was Star Wars. So, mm-hmm. like, he, I said Star Wars, you know what I'm saying? So, he, like, put his head on my shoulder. And we're on the couch, and I had my TV. I put a big screen, and I'm, go, like, going, oh, ee, ah, like, you know, and he's just, like, mm. And I was, like, trying to point things out that and, that he would understand. Like, mm-hmm. when I was, he's, like, he's, like, oh, when he saw um, his favorite uh, R2-D2, because there's the luggage that Uncle Woe's got him and stuff. He's, like, oh. And then, um... When they showed, like, Darth Vader all, you know, the helmet. I was like, that's Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. His helmet, you know. And then he's like, mm. I go, you like it? He's like, nah. <laughs> You're like, you will in three <laughs> years. Exactly. Um, <laughs> or else. <laughs> and then and then me, Osita, wasn't home. When he got home, I was like, oh, have you seen it? Uh-huh. And he's like, no. So he's like, oh. So it was cute because he, like, turned off the we were in our bedroom he turned off the lights i turned turned off the tv so we could see a full screen mm-hmm. and he was like oh oh and we're like yeah you know mm-hmm. we were like it's exciting it was like and then um what's her name judy i'm gonna fuck up your name judy judy catrone oh judy is that your friend yeah she posted the actor's reactions Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is amazing. I didn't realize that Judy posted that. Yeah. Thanks, Judy. So that's your homegirl. So she posted, and I was like, this is amazing. And we watched it, and I showed um, Miosito, and I just, I loved it. I loved how homegirl was just, like, bawling. Yeah. And at home, was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I saw someone else posted, like, the extended version of that. Yeah. And they show what he's watching. Uh-huh. So you could, you know, and I, I love that. Um, one thing I had a discussion about e- the day after is, like, Star, what is it, 30, how many years has it been? 30 years or something, right? I mean, I think maybe more. More, right, yeah, 70, yeah. So, like, I have so many, so many good memories. My first costume ever that I can remember is my tia, my aunt. She made my Princess Leia costume. We're looking for, I don't think there's any pictures that exist of it. (laughs) And my hair was long, and she, you know, and I called. Made the big buns. Made the big buns, and I was, like, obsessed. And my big cousin, who's, like, my brother, who's, like, six years older than me, we kind of all lived together, um, single moms, you know, all living Mm -hmm, together. mm -hmm. And um, we would sneak into those from Dago, no, from Chalissa, no, the Vogue Theater. We'd sneak in and keep going over and over and watching Star Wars. Star Wars... Star Wars brings people together. Well, Star Wars brings people together unless you're freaked out by the fact that a woman or a black pe- person is on the fucking poster. <laughs> Those people are fucking ridiculous. That's that's the I most mean, ridiculous thing there ever. There was like the I think that people like that got a lot of publicity oh. and I want to believe that there were very few people yeah who were just like kicking up a stink. But it's like, you have completely missed the entire point of Star Wars, <laughs> yeah. where, like, you know, somebody who looks like a fish is, yeah. like, next to somebody who's a Wookiee, yeah. who's, like, But you can't next, be black. Yeah. You can't be but black. But you can't be black. Fucking racist. And it's probably not great if you're a woman. Yeah, that's so ridiculous. The thing I was thinking about is, like, my cousin that I'm talking about, we haven't, we have really nothing, we've outgrown each other, have nothing in common. Um, really, and 
But when this movie came out, the first thing I thought of was like my cousin. And mm-hmm. so I like I haven't talked to him in forever. Mm-hmm. I texted him, I was like, Hey, have you seen the new Star Wars trailer? Mm-hmm. You remember we dressed up? Like, you know what I'm saying? It brings motherfuckers sure. together sure. for whatever reason. And um, I think it's great. I'm excited. Expectations are still not as my high. My expectations are low. You know what I do yeah. like? Because as those who listen to the podcast know, I have a real axe to grind about trailers. One thing I love about these trailers, I've got no fucking idea what's going on or exactly. who any of these people are. They're not giving it uh, too much away. Nope. Thank you. Yeah, it's great. And I love how they give us a little glimpse of like the old characters of people. And that you're like, the oh, classics. is this, it, could it be? I, fuck, I don't know. Yeah, I love like, that. I love that. Yeah. And the music, you're right. The music has been the music. The music is gets you. Like, yeah, it's it's fantastic. I feel like a little kid all over again. I love it. I hope we're not disappointed. I hope we're pleasantly surprised. Um, I'm real excited for these kids, these actors. Like, I'm so yeah. excited for them. So to see when your friend posted that and to see that, I was super excited for them. And I was like, man, they're like they brace themselves. Because their shit's about to go up. When you said really excited for these kids, I'm thinking, like, all of my friends' kids who um, are generally... Most of my friends' kids are probably, like, 5 to 13, like, in that window. And they... I feel like this is going to be Star Wars magic in the theaters for the first time for them. Oh, that's cute. And that's kind of awesome. I hope that it's special for them, too. I hope so, too. And I, you know, of course, you got to watch all the movies... Before you see Duh, this movie. parents, don't be irresponsible. Yeah, you Your have, kids have to watch them all. Even if you don't all. have kids, you have even, to watch them. Even the second trilogy. <laughs> they got to watch that too. <laughs> you got to see it. You got to see you it. Gotta, you got to take the good and the bad. We had to do it. Exactly. They have to do it. Uphill, in the snow, both motherfucking ways. <laughs> so I was like, man, I wish, you know, Supernatural Boy was old enough. But regardless, we're going to do it. Me the next movie he will it. be. Yeah, he'll be definitely old and we'll do it. He'll be ready. He'll yep, be ready. He'll be super ready. The first um, will be with him. Yeah, it definitely will be. So I'm excited. Um, the set, the 18th it comes out, but you can do the 17th viewing. You're going to do the 20th. Yeah, I'm doing the On 20th. the Saturday. Uh-huh. And for us, it depends on, like, if he's going to be in, t- I mean, if he's going to be in town and the babysitter and, you know, parent problems. You know what I'm talking about, kids. <laughs> you know what she's spraying. Oh. Um, tell me about Buckshot Gallery. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, you may or may not know I'm an artist. Um, I haven't done you too many. You better know. Yeah, if you don't you know, now know. you know. Um, and I've only done one thing so far, that one we talked about for Korea. So Buckshot Gallery, um, those, if you may or may not be familiar with, like, you know, the street art, graffiti world. Risk, he's, like, pretty much a legend in the game. He's a white graffiti artist. You know, he demands uh, high, you know, numbers of money, um, quantities of money for uh, appearances and, and pieces. Anyways, he uh, got together with three other um, co-founders, and they've opened up a new gallery, the Buckshot Gallery, here in um, Santa Monica. Their inaugural uh, exhibit was Noche de Calaveras, so everyone got like an anatomically correct... For us white people, can you break that down? Yeah, calaveras, skulls. So it's a night of skulls, and everyone, each artist got like a, like a high-quality skull... Mm-hmm. That, like, the jaw opened up and shit, like, the, the head opened up and stuff like that. The, skull, the top of the skull opened up. And everyone got to customize it however they wanted. That was it. Um, and so to be part of the show was a pretty big thing. Um, 
That was part of the show, kids. Oh, that's right, because oh, you're a pretty big thing. Oh, excuse. Um, so yeah, I was wasn't sure. I didn't commit right away because I, you know, just super spread thin. But something came to me, and skulls are my thing. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to put pressure on myself. So, anyways, I did it. Um, I had a good time, and the response was great. The opening was um, the seventeenth, which was last weekend. Uh-huh. Um, it was picks. packed to the brim. Um, couldn't get in after a certain point. Uh, it was amazing. Are all the pieces for sale? All the pieces are for sale. Um, there was like maybe a handful of them already purchased before it even opened. Whoa. Um, the, the, the lineup is pretty stellar. There's like a couple of unknowns to mid-level to like super like well, well, well internationally known artists. Um, I was one of, I think I was one of two females for sure. Um, so that was cool, and I got a really good response. If you're in town, kids, it's up until November 7th. I want to go see that. Definitely want to see it, or you can go online. We'll have a link to it, and you can see mm-hmm. the pictures and prints on our website. that are available. Mm-hmm. And um, my piece is called Chingona. What does that, that mean? That means, like, it's like a badass bitch, but, mm-hmm. like, in Spanish. Like, oh, man, she's a fucking chingona. Like, she doesn't fuck around. <laughs> so, like, it's been in the air for I some dream, reason. I dream that people say that about me. Yeah, I think they do, but they don't okay. know the word to okay. use. But, um, like, it's been, there's been, like, uh, articles about certain, you know, Chicana writers, and chingona has, chingona has been, like, in the air uh, someone posted, like, the definition of chingona. We could post that, too. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, that's me. Mm-hmm. Right? That's so when it you. came to t- time to do this piece, I was like, chingona. That's what it's going to be. So, uh, you know, you can. I put a hinge on mine so you can, you know, open and close the top and there's stuff inside. And if you look through the nose, you see have a little surprise. And uh, we might be able to post a picture of that, at least on Facebook or whatever, but... I did it so if you look through the nose on this little part on the back of the skull, you could see where I wrote and read, fuck you. <laughs> so it was like a thing. Like, I wasn't sure if people were going to spread the word. Mm-hmm. And people were like, oh, I saw it. Like, one of the owners has a nine-year-old daughter, and he was like, yeah. My, she was like, My daughter did you saw look it? inside? Like, yeah. I was like, oh, that's not appropriate. Um, <laughs> he's like, no, she's cool. She, you know, I was like, oh, okay. So it's been, it's been great. That's like a nice, I've been telling people like, Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, I can't wait to see your piece. I was like, yeah, if you go, look through the notes. I got a message for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, Your ride's here. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Got to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was good. And uh, we'll have links to that. It'll be, it'll be great. <coughs> um, I should mention that we're yeah. actually recording this in our bomb house studio. Super bomb. We're going to post a picture of shout-outs to... We should take a picture of us in the studio. Yeah, we should. We, and we're going to... Um, special thanks to uh, Mr. D that yeah. we talk about a lot here and um, the mayor of Hollywood uh, because to make it official, this piece was the first time I worked in my studio. We've oh. recorded in my studio many yeah, times. for sure. But to do actual piece was the first time with this piece. And to make it official, I've never hung this up. I've been Mr. D. We worked artist relations. We've talked about it before for um, Coachella. You know, at Coachella they have like the wood burning custom totally. like name blocks with I got like you city folk might not know what this is yeah, but, but for those like, of us who grew up in places other than that oh yeah a wood, wood burn burning pack, uh-huh. a plaque and it has oh, like yeah. uh, horseshoes on it and it's a ritzy pee and like western lettering mm-hmm. and with great. a little chain and I've never put it up anywhere I never had a place to do it so Mr. D this is for you it is up 
in the right place. Yeah. Yeah. So we're looking at it right now. Toast to Miss DP. Toast. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's been great. Another thing that I definitely want to talk about, and unfortunately, I'm not going to be around. I don't know if you want to hit it up. Um, there's this amazing nonprofit called the Boyle Heights Art Conservatory mm-hmm. that I actually did. I actually uh, <laughs> just took a studio picture. <laughs> did the logo for, um, but it's it's uh, a nonprofit for the kids of the community to bring the arts to, mostly focusing on the recording arts. Mm-hmm. You know, but they're having this fantastic. Oh, I love this poster. So you know, Run DMC, mm-hmm. right? Famous Run DMC. DMC from Run DMC has his own comic, if you may or may not know that he has done this. I do not. So I met um, the guy who does it with him. They're based out of New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Small World at Comic-Con a couple years ago, ran into each other, started talking, and then turns out the director of the Boyle Heights Arts Conservatory, who was also... Uh, a main part of the world, uh, world famous wake up show, mm-hmm. hip hop wake up show. Sway mm-hmm. was one of the mm-hmm. people. So, so I was an intern, so that's how I know. She brought me on. Um, she's the director of this, and turns out they know each other. They go way back. So I reconnected them. This is how nerdy it gets. I reconnected them at Comic Con <laughs> a couple years ago. They reconnected, and now they're having an event. It's um, the. I gotta post. I'm gonna post this like flyer art for amazing. this event on our website. It's, it's the limited awesome. edition comics and culture, and the keynote speaker is Daryl DMC McDaniel's. That's right, DMC from Run DMC because he has this amazing comic. That's um, so great. And there's gonna be different people there. There's gonna be food. There's um, Javier Hernandez. He does, I guess, a comic called El Muerto, which I definitely want to check out. Hannibal Taboo. From Aspen Source Books and Top Cow Talent Hunt winner. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be a bunch of different things happening. A lot of special guests. It, I think it's going to be an amazing event. So we're going to definitely gonna have a link. And it's free, kids. It's free. Oh, my free. God. Free 99. That's free my favorite. Free 99. You know what I'm talking about. And it says, no outside food, no beverage, no Sharpies or markers or paint. But bring your black books because they will provide the Sharpies to get, you know, some sketches, to get some some tags. It's a fantastic event um, for all walks of life, and we'll definitely have a link to that. Um, Real quick, um, I added to my skin Mm -hmm. art. um, I forgot about it until I saw this on, and then I wanted to wait and see (laughs) it for real when you were... So when it was announced that I was going to have the Supernatural Bear, um, another OG in the scene, OG Slick, Mm-hmm. He has been amazing and wonderful, and his, him and his wife, Tina, are fantastic friends. And mm, I'm shining the light <laughs> from my phone onto it. So for uh, a baby shower gift, he did a custom of his name, mm-hmm. and I was like, that's going to be my next fucking tattoo. I thought my last tattoo, that maybe that's why he's supernatural i got it while i didn't know i was pregnant with him Mm -hmm. um and i was like that's gonna be my next one i've been wanting to do it so then ceci bastida she's from a like revolutionary iconic tijuana no band they're like legendary in the rock and espanol scene right so she's married to a good friend of mine she's fantastic amazing she's solo artist now 
we've been connecting her daughter. Their daughter is a year older than Supernatural Bear. Mm -hmm. And we, they were part of the To Live and Dine in L.A. with Roy Choi. Oh, yeah. We talked about the book is dedicated to their daughter. Anyways, we were like, oh, we need to hang out more, blah, blah, blah. She's like, I've been wanting to get, you know, our daughter's ta name tattooed. I was like, oh, I, me too. I already have it. Blah, 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 blah. We finally stopped talking about it, and we're all about it, and got it done a couple of weeks ago. That's and we awesome. Got, and the amazing thing is that we got it done by this amazing artist, Shizu, who's half Japanese and half Mexican. Mm -hmm. Her art is in the Chich Marin Chicano art collection that travels around the world. She's also done a lot of stuff for Giant Robot on the Japanese side. She's fantastic, but she's been tattooing for like three years, and she hooked up, hooked it up, and hooked up the price. So we all went together, East mm -hmm. LA, all hardcore, mm -hmm. and we got it done. Aww. And it's amazing. And I got it on my wrist. It looks great. And it's fantastic. So I definitely want to shout out to Shizu and uh, to Ceci. Because as we call each other, women, uh, you know, mothers, we call each other uh, motherfucking magical warriors. <laughs> so toast, toast to that shit. So movies. Movies. Um, just before we get to the main event. Quick shout out to The Martian. Uh, I talked about reading the book. Yeah, here. so I definitely wanted to see what your thoughts were on the movie. I thought my least favorite part about the book is that it was really sciencey. Sorry, science nerds. Sorry, Ritzy. <laughs> Sorry, science. It just felt like a lot of heavy lifting and like somebody who knew a lot of science just like breaking it down for all the science nerds <laughs> in the world, which was interesting to a point for the layperson, but after a while you're like, yeah, 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 uh. the catalytic converter or the whatever. <laughs> and you're like, oh, fuck it. Um, I am happy to say that the, this is a rare case of the movie being better than the book. Because oh, um, it was less, it was it was more of a show, don't tell. The book, there was so much telling that I was like, ugh, yeah. drag. Like, get it. I'm glad that like all of the science dorks and engineers <laughs> of the world are like, yes. Yeah. It's like spank bank material for them. <laughs> I get it. But seeing it in person was like, it was definitely a show, don't tell. I thought it was really great. I really liked it. No complaints about the length? You know how this bitch always talks about the length and uh, shit? No, not really. A little oh. long. A little long. But not a <laughs> lot long. 15 and like 30 minutes long? Too no, long. Like, like 10 or 15 minutes. Oh. Okay. So The Martian, recommend. Now, let's go back to the grading system. Uh-huh. Uh, rental. Uh, matinee. Full price. Um, matinee big screen. Matinee big screen. Yeah. Recommend. Big screen for sure. Okay. Big screen for sure. Like Mars, their Mars is beautiful. Oh. And it's definitely worth, like, you'll see it on the small screen and be like, oh yeah, that's pretty. But on the big, but screen, on the big screen, you're like, wow, Mars, I want to go there <laughs> for like, not as long I as he's there. I hope the water there. is true. Yeah. I hope there is life there. I hope we yeah. animate you there. Uh, um, and then earlier tonight, yes. we did, we we're going to play a little hooky. I was a little bit late, so it was late hooky, which almost doesn't really count on a Friday. <laughs> but we went and saw Crimson Peak. Yeah. We were supposed to go see the 340 show. Yeah. But circumstances, circumstances are LA fucking traffic. Uh -huh. um, from Pas people from LA, she was in Pasadena, and she had to come all the way yeah. to my house in the fucking, the BW, the Baldwin Hills estates. That's, that's the long <laughs> It, during that's, on yeah. a Friday during that, that's yeah, that's, in, that's impossible. So we had to go to the six ten show. <coughs> Art, we arced, which liked was it. fine because it gave us a chance to 
um, hang out at the Culver Hotel, yeah, which is where the cast and crew of um, Wizard of Oz, the Wizard of Oz, stayed. That's what she told me. So they me. have like drinks that are named after the characters. That's what they had the Tin Men. Yes, the one that, that you got. Make, I didn't. I didn't, oh, you didn't not get the getting tin, it, but oh, that's okay. why it was Tin Men. Yeah. Got it. And apparently, all of the little people who were in the movie stayed there, and it was like Sodom and Gomorrah with little people because little people are not used to being around each other that much. Back then. So many, so many. Yeah. So it turned like full Add alcohol. On, yeah. Boom. Sodom and Gomorrah, Caligula, like nonstop Grecian orgy. I guess that would be Roman orgy. Yeah. Random question. Yeah. Um, do you think the little dude, a little person dude, uh, expels the same amount of jizz as a regular person dude? Well, you're going to have to break that down. I'm glad this is a good question. You're asking me <laughs> important questions. So, uh, so dwarfism, your ex- like um, Peter Dinklage, yes. your extremities, your head, your hands, your feet, your dick. Regular size. Are regular size. Okay. So I'm guessing that it's regular the same production. Amount. Got yeah. it. I didn't, I didn't think of that. Like he- hands and head, totally. Because you see it. Yeah. And you see the regular yeah, side. Yeah, no, apparently. But I wasn't you know, knowing about the nether regions. Packing heat, apparently. So that's how they get the regular size peeps. I do not have peeps. first-hand knowledge of this. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. For, for science. <laughs> no. That's your homework for next time. Yeah, week. all right. I'll report back. <laughs> um... So then we went to, um, we like the arc light, and we went to go see Crimson Peak. Yeah. With Tom Hiddleston, Mia. My wet dream. Mia Wachowski? I don't Which, even know what I don't know what her name is. is. What was she in? Um, what was Jessica the last Chastain. I just remember she came up on the uh, Alice in Wonderland. Maybe oh, she yeah. was Alice. Mm-hmm. No one with Johnny Depp, Tim Burton's one. Um, but yeah, most importantly, we had Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. Who, I don't, he doesn't do it for me when he's all blacked out like that. Yeah, he wasn't super sexy in this one. No, I wasn't. mean, I mean, he was a please, little bit just because I think. Please like, believe, <laughs> I would bang it like a screen door in a hurricane. I would take right? it. Take right. it after the dream. I'd take it, but like, yeah. it wasn't like a, you know, the eyes. His, his eyes, eyes are, are very crazy. like soulful and, when he's and like blue. Talking all close to her, all up in her face, and like with the British Oof. accent and shit. Yeah. Added yeah, bonus. Give me my smelling salts. Yeah. Added bonus. Added bonus. I forget his name right now, but Jax from Son of Anarchy was in it. Yeah. And that's the reason why he didn't do Fifty Shades of Grey. Really? That's what he says. He said, okay, that, he said. That's a fucking bald faced lie. He said, he said that he came out recently and said that he was torn and in tears about how he couldn't do Fifty Shades of Grey because he had verbally already promised Guillermo del Toro that he was going to do the movie. Which is like a tiny role in a movie that came yeah, out a year after yeah, Fifty and, and Shades of Grey. He wasn't. He hello. You what happened done is he saw the Fifty Shades script and, and he was like, he this was is like, fucking, what the fuck I'm am back I doing? out of this shit. This yeah. is like suicide. Let yeah. me like I'll make money, but this is gonna fuck up my shit, my trajectory, and what I'm trying to For do. Sure. So let me stick with you mm-hmm. know quality. I peeps. thought I thought it was good. It, there were mm. definitely twists and turns. But real quick, this we we went out. We it's been. Hours since like we stopped hour, seeing the movie. Yeah, probably two hours. And we said, we were like, don't talk, don't about, talk it. about it. We're going to save it for the podcast. <laughs> so here's what I liked about it. 
I like, um, I feel like that sort of like gothic horror doesn't get done enough. And mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Like creepy, fucked up, demented, symbolic, a little heavy handed, like a little tragic. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I love that. Of that period. Yeah. And I was a little bit disappointed with the movie. I was a little disappointed too. This one for sure was way too long. Yeah, it could have gotten is... to the point in what we needed to know. Yeah, way fifteen earlier. minutes. I'm gonna say thirty. Oh wow, okay. Because it's two fucking. It was like two hours and something, or two yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So thirty minutes. Cut that shit. We didn't need everything there. Um, I was a little disappointed. Like it was gorgeous, and I think like. He, I think for me, Guillermo del Toro, like his characters are really, like when he creates, yeah. the world that he creates is fantastic. Here, there, I mean, a couple of ghosts here and there, uh-huh. uh, or, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and what I loved about it is that the coloring that he always does, um, the architecture of the places he puts his characters in uh-huh. is fantastic. Like yeah. it's yeah. always amazing and very intricate in part like a character within the story and i love that other than that i was kind of like hmm yeah i it's hard because it's like it's it's fantasy it's gothic Mm -hmm. it's all these things but like when they walked into the house i was kind of like is that it yeah like it was so stereotypical like yeah there's snow falling in the middle of the house because it's ramshackle yeah and like the color palette and everything and i was like mm, could we try like could we try a little harder to make it a little more believable but i get it it's fantasy it's fantasy and it was quite i just i don't know i feel like there was uh i don't know a little extra stuff like from the trailer it looked like there was going to be a lot more apparitions ghosts more yeah. more interaction between her and the and that type of shit and um, there were there were a couple of ghosty things that they didn't really follow up on yeah like first of all and probably on purpose i'm thinking because there are smart people who are involved with this the whole there's a whole sort of subplot about the red clay yeah. that's underneath this place yeah like why? Why is it really red clay? Like what is it? Or is it? Yeah, yeah. Why was there? Why, were there why like, was there a spoiler alert? Why was there the skeleton in the big vat of yeah. red clay? Yeah. Like what's going on here? Like those are the the bitches that he killed. Like those are the yeah. But then there were were they all there? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It was. It wasn't complete. I felt like. I wasn't wholly satisfied. Yeah. It scratched an itch and I enjoyed it, but I was not wholly satisfied. And like if take away t- uh, my wet dream in it, take away that. Mm. Um, the only reason. Let I mean, me take that away for you. <laughs> like the, I wouldn't, I didn't really want to, I wasn't really itching to see the movie. Uh-huh. But I wanted to see it with you, and I wanted to see it because Homer was in it. Right. Like, and I was like, okay. Because we got to see it at some point. I was like, I was like, okay, cool. Field trip, let's do it. Otherwise, yeah. I wouldn't have done it. And, yeah, I'm going to give it a C+. Plus. This is a movie that I would say, see at home, kids. Yeah. Don't, don't waste See at home. Maybe if you're so inclined, um, partake of a little tree's. Yeah. Oh, the oh, seeing it on trees. Yeah. I think that will be like oh. Just a little like oh yeah, just have like yeah. a stony baloney kind of moment yeah. with it. That's what I would do. Yeah, I think so. Okay, that's um, it. 
Can I go get a, can we refresh our drinks? Yeah, let's do that. One second, please. <laughs> we'll be back after these messages. We'll be right back. And we're back, kids. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> we, like, fucking finished. We killed the Jameson. The Jameson. Like, this big jug still that we had. The last of the last from the housewarming party. Thank you to everyone. You're one of the people that brought me a bottle. Yeah. This was, like, this big jug bottle that I think. You know, you know what? Housewarming Jameson's been gone. Really? That bottle is I'm, actually. I ain't going to judge. That bottle is actually, you know, the big-ass bottles. That's what we just finished off. Like a off. full handle. Um, that was from uh, Thea Mares. She brought it over yeah. way after. So, yeah. So, okay, we talked about I was, that. I also want to say that um, oh, yeah. since we're in the studio, <laughs> I'm wearing um, Ritzy's outside shoes. I'm wearing her Birkenstocks. Yeah, which, I never thought that I would enjoy wearing Birkenstocks. And I never thought I'd own a pair of fucking Birkenstocks. Like, they were ugly, they're but they were like, dude, I was telling her, do it. For those where of you I out there. Them? The convent. No, um, you can wear them. <laughs> where else could I wear them? They're the most, they're super awesome. I think they're well worth the money. To the gay bar. <laughs> to the SSO bar. <laughs> no, but, I mean, they're fantastic. I love they're them. They're pretty great. Yeah, um. Let's, let's get into TV. TV. So, mm-hmm. You finished Mr. Robot. We talked about it last. I didn't finish it. You told me to start it, and so I started it. I'm about five episodes in. Verdict so far? Um, I, I am pleasantly surprised by it. I It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's trippy. Mm-hmm. But I'm enjoying it. It's interesting. Interesting stuff. Like... Very kind of kind of edgy, kind of weird, yeah. kind of not what I would expect. Right from USA, nonetheless. Yeah, I was not down with the most recent episode, which left a slightly bad taste in my mouth, which was when he was um, kicking and then got high, and like half of it was sort of like visions and whatever. Like I got that it was important, but I was like, fuck. <laughs> I don't want junky imagination. I want real shit going down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but how, it's gorgeous, right? Isn't it totally like yeah. Kubrickish? Yeah, it's filmed really I love it. nicely. And in every episode, that beginning, they show a little bit, and then they put Mr. Robot right across the top. Yeah. Like, and like, oh, I as a designer, like I'm that, enjoying it. That's always amazing. I love that. Like, totally breaking the rules and making them look super awesome. It definitely, especially if you're like, if you have any ounce of computer nerdness in you, it's it's the, you it's will the enjoy way this. Yeah, for sure. And so, do you think he's attractive? No, I I thought he. I was like, this guy is pretty fucked up looking. And then as I saw it, I was like, wow. I generally like people who are really fucked up looking, but I, I he hasn't crossed over into good looking for me yet. Yeah, he's crossed over that shit for me too <laughs> already. Um, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. You were telling me that you liked so you, it. Did you see? I watched like four or five episodes. That's more than I thought you would ever watch. Well, you know, I just don't like comedy. Yeah, I know. That's and why. so I'm like, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, no. Done. Oh, man. But it, I, enjo- like, I enjoyed it. If I liked comedies, <laughs> that would but be. otherwise, I'm just, I'm, I like sit there like I'm in the front row at the Spanish Inquisition when I watch comedies. <laughs> I'm all, <laughs> this is me doing face. a super blank face. Like, if my friends were to say, if I had friends acting it out, I would think it was hilarious, hilarious and would be rolling around on the floor. It's just that for me, humor is so much funnier when it's people that I know and I can read their mm. faces. When it's people I don't know, I'm all like, yeah, that's funny, I guess. You're so weird like that. I've never, I've never met anyone like that. That's funny. Yeah, I don't like um, comedy. 
but it's really good. Okay, so real quick, we won't get too deep into it. Yeah, because it's fucking ancient history right now. Yeah, Fear the Walking Dead finale. Yeah. <clears throat> we were supposed to watch it together and then record right after. Yeah, but we schedules had didn't work yeah. out. Um, my thoughts. I enjoyed the last episode. Yes. I thought that it ended very strong. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited about where it's gonna go. Yes. Um. I thought that it was um, ludicrous in ways that The Walking Dead is often ludicrous. Like the whole um, what's-his-butt waltzing up with like a billion walkers behind him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ruben Blades. And I'm like, you know, with Travis and his whole like, oh, I'm a fucking humanitarian, whatever bullshit. Yeah. Like, I just can't imagine them all being like, hey, let's endanger the lives of like 500 people in order to rescue two people. Like I didn't, I didn't buy that they would that they would do. That. And and how did he know how to do that? Yeah, it's pretty advanced. Because that's, that's like that's real advanced. That's like Walking Dead level. Like they're just doing that on Walking Dead, like after like how yeah. like a year or exactly. whatever. You know, that's what I'm so saying? funny. That's exactly what they're doing on the Walking Dead right now. It's like, and it took them like fucking three to years to figure it out. Yeah, he didn't even know what was fucking happening. Yeah, I mean, okay, you come, you were fucking the bad guy in your country. Yeah, I got and it. you did some fucked up shit. But you have no experience with walkers. Uh-huh. You didn't know how many exactly were in there. You didn't know if they were fast, if they were slow. You didn't really have time to observe everything. We, we, we've been following you. I am interested in Strand. Can't wait to see where they go with him. Who's Strand? The, the black dude. With oh, see, see, in, see, see, yeah, see, 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 With young Johnny Depp. Yes, 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 yes. Totally, um, totally. He's I such a good uh, junkie. Yeah, although I was like, I don't understand what Strand sees in young Johnny Depp, apart from somebody who will apparently do anything for a fix, but that's, you know, garden variety junkie. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. And yeah, you can't trust somebody that'll do anything for a fix. Yeah. For sure. Just, this is, this is a, um, a public service message <laughs> yeah. from someone who um, found herself dating a junkie unexpectedly. Oh, shit. You just can't trust them. And one of my ex-best friends is a junkie. You can't trust them. You, you can't trust them. God love him. Clean now. Love you, Mike. Oh, my, my. But that good. was not a good yeah. couple months when wow. I figured that out. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I had the enough knowledge to know that when he was deep in it to distance myself because he was about to jack my shit. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't, like, I get the, you know, people are like, oh, yeah, he's going to, he totally knows that, like, he's a junkie and bend him to as well. I'm like, lesson number one in yeah. motherfucking junkies. Yeah. You cannot trust them to do For anything. For nothing. <laughs> um... But I like their I like their relationship. I liked I thought that I think that Strand's gonna be interesting. I love like a good master manipulator. Yeah. Um and you're like, how does he have that money? What's his Yeah, what's he doing? Yeah. Why can't I live in that house in yeah. the zombie apocalypse? I'll take Gorgeous. a zombie apocalypse if I can live there. Yeah, totally. And why was the picture that they had of that fucking ship in the ocean, why was it like clip art? Yeah. Did they lose all of their special effects budget? Yeah, I was, was sitting shady. by myself watching it, and I literally like looked around, like, you, and probably said out loud, "Are you guys kidding me right now?" Yeah, it was pretty bad. But I thought otherwise. I liked it. I was sad that Liza died. I loved her because yeah. you love her in Orange Is the New Black. Yeah, she had to go back to jail. And I was like, I was like, oh, awesome! Like she's taking it to the next level, or she's on Fear of the Walking Dead, and then oh fuck, and um, she's dead. Yeah, she's dead, but she was fantastic. Um, and then her I was, kid, ugh, 
All of the kids, I'm kind of like, meh. Yeah. I like the, I'll take the junkie for right now. I'll take the, I'll take I'll young, take the young, junkie. I'll take young Johnny thought, Depp for yeah, 500. I thought it was really interesting how he's like, I've been living this life and I feel like now everyone's trying to catch up to me because this is the world we're yeah. in. And I was like, that's, that's totally makes sense. Yeah. And I was so mad at Homegirl. Mad Madison? Uh, oh. the, the, the current girlfriend. Uh-huh. Madison? Is yeah, is that her? I forget her name. But like, Liza, that bitch, bitch, she asked you. You, you know, you yeah. asked her. She was like, don't, let's not make this man that we both love do, do this. this. And she was and like, okay. And then he walks up and again. she's like, here's the gun. You need to kill her. I was, I was mad. I was so, I was, I was yelling at the screen. Bitch, she told you. Like, but I do think he needed to kill somebody because he needs to like get with the program real fast. Like he started Nana. to. He started to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you got a man up in the ZA. In the ZA. Um, so, yeah. And what I did like, and I feel like I'm excited that I f- it's going to happen, is to have Talking Dead, or what I don't know if they're going to call it. Uh, yeah. To have it after the finale, I needed it. I needed it. And I, I, I loved to see him, see the actors, and, yeah. and, and stuff like that, and talk about it. He's Maori, right? Yeah, he's Maori. He's if for those who are like total like cinephiles, they were totally into a bunch of quality indie flicks back in the day. That yeah, are Once Were Warriors. Once Were Warriors. He was the molester in Once Were Warriors. Dude. He was also the gang member in Training Day. Ah, so he's yeah. played Maxi. He's played everything. Oh, yeah. He's Maori. Yeah. Um. So it was awesome to see him on Talking Fear Dead. Uh, what would they call it? I don't know. Um, talking Dead, I guess, all around. And uh, Fear the with, with his accent, you know, because he's from New yeah, Zealand his or whatever. Um, but yeah, awesome. I, uh, I'm looking forward to see where it goes and to have, I think it's going to help to have the Talking Dead afterwards. Yeah, I missed Maybe it. Was, it's kind of weird. Episode. Weird and sad, but I yeah. missed it. I was I like, tell it. me what to think afterwards. Yeah, like, oh, what are the things that I miss? Or, you know, blah, 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 blah. So, um... What just happened, well, not just happened, almost a week ago, was the first episode of The Walking Dead being... Or the second episode being back. Yeah. First episode was, um, like, rolling, 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 getting these zombies down the road. Yeah. Which was exciting and interesting and whatever. And I like the flashbacks, how like they went yep. and mm-hmm. the, the coloring. That's fantastic. That was good. Having Talking Dead back was fantastic. And I missed Chris Hardwick, our man Chris Hardwick, so much. I loved last week, which was fucking shit up at Alexandria. Yeah. Because I was like ready to. <laughs> I was talking to my friend Travis. And he Hola, was, Travis. And he, Hola, Travis, who never listens. Fuck you, Travis. Oh, fuck you, Travis. <laughs> and he's like, you, you know, down. he was like, I was sitting there, and he's like, I started watching The Walking Dead, and I was like, oh, this is one of those character-driven episodes. So he's like, I got my blanket, I made a cup of tea, I was cuddling with my cat, <laughs> and then all of a sudden I was like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> it was fantastic. And I was like, it went from Martha Stewart living <laughs> to Friday the 13th. <laughs> That fast. It was amazing. And I loved it. I loved every I loved minute it. of it. But you totally had that moment of like, oh, this is one of those episodes. Yeah. And then yeah. you were like, no, it's oh, not. No shit. She's smoking and you see Carol like, oh, she's smoking. And, and Carol's then, like, that bitch. And then she's like, Hush. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, everything about that episode was great. There was one thing that made me laugh that I saw somebody, somebody online was like, you know, the whole running joke with season two was like, Carl, stay in the house. <laughs> and he never, that kid never stayed in the house. 
And I was like, finally, girl, stayed in the house. Way <laughs> to go. Yeah. He stayed in the house. In the house. And Way to go. Now business. you can leave the house. You've demonstrated that you are ready to leave the house. Yeah. Um, I also thought that, um, I'm reading the notes that I jotted down. <laughs> um, one of the wolves took the gun yeah. and ran with it. Yeah. That's totally, for those of Chekhov's gun, for those of you that don't know about, you know, smart people shit, and I don't know what you can call that, <laughs> like literary film criticism, whatever, is that if you show a gun in the first act, it better go off in the third so I was like, mm, they gave that kid, like, they made a big deal about giving that guy a gun and he ran off with it. So he's so, going to come back and kill somebody with it totally. before the end of the season. And that's going to fucking make us hate Morgan. So, okay. So the Talking Dead after this episode was our, my favorite, Kevin's, our favorite, Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget the actor's name. And then uh, Edith. Paul Not Bettany. Edith. Paul Bettany. How can you forget the actor's name? I, I've never, I never remember his name. <sighs> Um, and then not Edith, um, the girl Enid, Enid. Um, and so it was them. And then I was unsure as Kevin Smith was, if Morgan killed that last dude that he saw before. Uh, yeah, I think he must've. And then Kevin was like, well, it didn't sound juicy enough. Like if he did kill him. Uh Right. And then, and then Chris was like, no, I think he did. And I was like, so did he because seeing homeboy, the other dude, take the gun? He was like, okay, I'm going to have to really roll with this and start killing motherfuckers. Um, or was it because he realized, like, I didn't kill this motherfucker, so now they're here? I think, and I could be wrong, and they'll probably prove me wrong next episode, but what I was getting with kind of like the heavy-handed symbolism with him and Carol crossing paths, especially in like that last that scene. That last scene where they don't talk. When they, they don't just... talk and they like are walking opposite directions, and she yeah. goes, and she She's... has a moment of realizing like, I have this in me, like yeah. I'm an animal, and I don't, it's not what I want to be, and it's not Because he I told am. her, this is not you, it's not really what you want to do, and then she broke down in tears, yeah. and then... He was like, let me take the high road. Let's not kill people. But then I think he seemed like, I should have killed those motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. And I, that was actually. Consequences to everything. That was what I really liked a lot about the episode. Is that on one hand, you're like, yes. Like, fist pump. Carol's such a fucking badass. And but I you, love can't Carol. Lose your, you can't lose your humanity. But yeah, she realizes at the end, and like the first person that she has to kill in this invasion is somebody who's her friend. Yeah. And it's like, you know, that kind of, that interesting dichotomy of like, he's like Mr. Like, oh, like we can all, kumbaya, let's all be friends. But realizing that that's not the way to go. Yeah. And she's like, well, let's fucking kill them all. Yeah. And let God decide. And realizing that, like, you can't do that and stay human. No. You lose. You lose too much. It was really, and I really enjoyed that. It was fantastic. And so, my question is, because you've read Mm -hmm. up to this, beyond Mm -hmm. this? About up to this in the comics. So, since you've read that, do you, do you, as a reader of the graphic novel, know how Morgan... Flip no. the script and got to this and is no, like well versed in like like Carol died in the first what would be the first season. Oh. How did she so, die? Um I don't know, you 
by zombies, whatever. Oh, like, oh. So after their daughter. Yeah, Andrea's still around in the comics. Oh, excuse me. So, like, there's, they, they flip certain people. Certain people kind of step in. I feel like Sasha stepped into a bit of the Andrea role oh. in the comics. That makes sense. That, that um, fits. But Andrea and, the com- Andrea and Rick in the comics always have a lot of, like, unresolved sexual tension, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> but she's very much, like, his conscience. Like, mm. kind of following around, what, like, hey, Rick. Hey, Rick. Hey, Rick. Like what Morgan is. Yeah, kind of. And so it's it's and it's interesting, like, how people go in and out. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. I think that, I think they must enjoy half the fun must be, like, deconstructing. And I, I actually heard an interview or listened to an interview about a month and, oh, and I did my mud run. Oh. Um, it was, um, what's his name? Uh, Robert? Robert Kirk- Kirkman? Kirkman, Yeah. Robert Kirkman, the guy who is the writer and the creator of The Walking Dead, he was on the Nerdist podcast, and he was talking about how, like, he'll come into the writer's room and be like, hey, I had this great idea, we should kill whomever. And he's like, I get to go redo, like, what I did and make it better in some ways. And he's like, you know, it's like, in retrospect, I wish that I hadn't, like, he's gone on the record and said that in the comics, Rick loses his hand. Rick is handless. Oh, shit. And he's gone, and he's been like, God, I wish I hadn't done that. It's like painted me into a corner. It sucks. So now, so, he's, like, like, now he's able to go back and redo it in a different way. Um, that's awesome. And side note, this whole last minute that you've been talking to me, um, the way your hair is on your shoulder, it's making a dick shadow. It looks like you have a dick on your shoulder. I do have a dick <laughs> on my shoulder. <laughs> And I'm taking it home with me tonight. <laughs> so this whole last... Really? Yes. You're just sitting there like, oh my God, she like, totally has a dick. I was dick. like, what is like, that? Like, how does it look like there's a dick on my your, shoulder? Your, one hair is like this, so it makes the head. And then this is like here, so it shows the shaft. And it's on your shoulder. Let me let me mess up your hair so I don't see dicks yeah, anymore. <laughs> um, I'm putting that firmly <laughs> on you, so to speak. <laughs> I'm pressing that up firmly against your behind. <laughs> Oh, so good. Um, <coughs> so I'm excited. I mean, it sets the tone, the pace, this episode of like, yeah. like what the fuck's going to happen? Yeah. So so the wolves, colds, how are they, how do, who is the, who is running this shit? How do they all become it's, so fucking like culty and part of the cult? I mean, that, that had to have been an exploratory party. But they had to have been fed bad intel about who... Well, not necessarily. They were fed intel that, like, hey, it's a bunch of, like, chicks and, like, a gay dude and, you know, some, like, fat people. Or have they been... Okay. Okay. This is my question. First episode, when they went to the... They saw the cavern. They discovered the cavern of the zombies stuck in that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh And the big... In the big trucks, those Mm -hmm. are wolves' trucks. Mm-hmm. So the wolves brought him in, right? And made yeah. that and dropped him up in there. Yeah. That's what I took from yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I took from that. Right? So, especially when you see the semi that crashed in and that was the honking. Mm-hmm. The whole time I knew, I felt it was the wolves, but I thought it was purposely them seeing them to disrail their plan. That's what I, I thought. I thought it was probably like an initial sortie to like... Let's see if we can take this shit over when, like, the men and the tough guys are gone. 
See, I and thought it was just derail their shit. Like, oh, we see them planning. Oh, I see what they're doing. Could be. I'm always watching them. We're always watching them. So let's fuck up their plan and honk the horn and make noise because we know that that that's what drives yeah. them or well, whatever. And, I, but, and I think that we'll find next episode that that whole horn honking incident has derailed the like walker herding. So obviously they did a good job of that. Like, you know, sort of like if the job was to create chaos, well done. Yeah. But I I am 99.9% sure that they were not expecting, um, you know, maybe a little Maggie, but really Carol, whose kill count yeah. had to so, have been like so 10 So they basically people. for sure have been watching and knew that the, the, the main people for sure. were gone. For and that's sure. why they attacked, yeah. right? That's what I, that's yeah. what I figured. I think that they, they don't know this group of people well enough, Rick's group. They just figured, like, oh, all the, like, tough people left, and they left, like, the women and kids behind. And Carol, successful in what she was trying oh, yeah. to do, what she was Took trying them, to accomplish. Like, ten people. But my question is, what, Morgan, wasn't Morgan with Rick and them? How do he you was, get back so fast? Just right, I, he sent Morgan back early. Oh, I don't remember that. He sent Morgan back before the horn started going. Uh, so Morgan would be back there before the rest of them. Oh, that makes not sense. By, not by like, much. How, when I, I saw think. him, I was like, oh shit, is everyone back? Like, is Rick yeah, back? Yeah, it took me a second and I was like, wait, what happened? And I had to remember like, oh yeah, Rick was like, why don't you head back and do whatever? So yeah, I think that Carol caught them by surprise. And they probably still won't know that she is a wolf in sheep's clothing. Or a wolf in wolf's clothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, Carol has been my favorite for kind of a long time. And her, I was just like... Her art, thank her you evolution for giving me the big Carol like boner. Amazing. So great. And then all the memes coming out like, Carol for president. And <laughs> yes. da, 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 da. I love it. Um, and then I, I also like that... And maybe a lot of people were like, yeah, Carol, weren't paying attention to the fact that at the end of it, like, Carol is crying for her yeah. lack of humanity and for who she's become. And I she's think that's sad. Great. I think that's great. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. Um, there was something else I wanted to ask you about. Oh, no, no. When this apocalypse happens mm -hmm. and you have a group of your people that mm -hmm. you're going to be trying to survive with, mm -hmm. if there's any teenagers, you got to watch them. Just get rid of them. Just get rid of them or watch them closely because they're going to fuck up because they're hormonal. Yeah. They're new to the world. They don't know what to do because that emo kid is fucking shit up right now. Yeah. And even Carl, the one time Carl did leave the house, although he had a legitimate reason, yeah. he turned around yeah. and went right back into the house. Yeah, no, smart. Because it's his sister. And he was like fighting with that dude over the gun. And I was like, Carl, you, Carl. Carl, <laughs> you know better than this. Yeah, that shouldn't even happen. Don't fucking got fight. Him. Don't know. You're not going to get close enough for somebody for them to fight you over your fucking gun, dude. Yeah, come on. You know this. Yeah. And what I thought was genius of the writing was how started with the timer. Oh god. And everything happened within minutes later. Boom. Within the timer. Fantastic. That was great. That was and he took great. it out like nothing. Like, and he was like NBD. Ah, so good. Oh, Walking Dead, I'm so happy you're back. I'm so happy you're back. So happy. Thank you so much. And Talking Dead, Chris Hardwick, love you. You're engaged. You yeah. sound so happy. I know. So happy for you. Yeah, um, you're engaged. You rule the world. You're running shit. I fucking hate you. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Um, he just always has to do everything first and best. It drives me nuts. I know. He's fantastic. But yeah, I do I want to be best friends I with do him. love him. 
I mean, he's such a good guy. And he I know, he just seems like such a good guy. Just, uh, he's like, I don't know many famous people that I feel like I would feel perfectly comfortable. In fact, I don't, I don't know if I can think of any famous people that I feel perfectly comfortable walking up to somewhere and like, being hey, like, dude, Chris, hi. high five, you're awesome, yeah, thanks. Yeah, totally. Especially because we have like one degree separation. Do you know yeah, what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah. Oh, such a, such a, such blah, 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 blah. Um, I could but, just be like, you know how I have a total nerd vendetta out for you? I'm sure you've <laughs> you heard You are my nemesis. I'm sure you've heard that. Yeah. Um, okay, so book, books. You, yeah, one last thing I wanted Dracula? to say. I'm still working on Dracula. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Um, I'm reading it for my book club, and um, I wanted to mention it because, like, when we were trying to figure out book club, I was like, I want something spooky. I want something that's literary. I want something whatever. And people have told me a few times over the years, like, oh, Dracula's actually really good. And I was like, you know, I hate to call myself out, but I really don't enjoy Victorian literature very much. It's just kind of wordy. Not a lot happens. And people have always said, no, it's really accessible. You'd enjoy it. Yeah. And I would like to say for the record, it is free for Kindle. Yes, because it's it's public domain. That's why I started reading it. And it it is a pretty damn good read. Like it's it most of it takes is it's all told through correspondence between people like the journal of somebody and then a letter to somebody and then mm-hmm. a letter like a couple letters back and forth and then somebody else's journal and then like a newspaper clipping and which I think is a really interesting narrative and I mean because that's how shit went down that's how shit went down and I love like, like I I'm only about halfway through it but I'm le- I'm it's also interesting how they're setting up like. Uh, I've never finished it, so you're further along than I okay. have ever gotten. The female protagonist, Mina. Yeah, Mina. Um, and, you know, Mina's, like, writing. She's, like, totally, like, dear diary. Yeah. I'm wondering where my beloved is. Yeah. Someday I'm so going naive. to be, like, you know, someday women are going to be able to, like, be secretaries. Yeah. And I can't wait. I hope that I get to do that. <laughs> and, like, and it's, on one hand, it's, like, yes, it's literally true. It's what someone might have written back then. But then, like, it also begins to be a little subversive because she begins to demonstrate that she's actually, like, the strongest character in the book and the one who's most ready to take on the big villain. It's just, it's really, it's really an interesting book. I've totally been enjoying it. Like, it's kind of suited my mindset for the past little while because it's, like, a little morbid, a little murky, a little, like, Perfect timing for it Yeah, it's, like, time of year, whatever. It's just been, it's been right on. Been enjoying it. That's fantastic. I yeah. want to get back into it and finish it because I've never finished it. Um, but let's get into music. I wanted yes. to talk about this last time and I didn't. Okay. Um, I think I might have talked about her before in previous episodes. I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of Erica Badu uh-huh. from Jump. Uh-huh. I love her now. And every time she comes to town, I see her. And um, she's crazy but fantastic. And... <laughs> she was at the, she headlined the Hollywood Bowl. Mm-hmm. And I've been so busy and totally forgot about it. And then all of a sudden, a couple of days before the Hollywood Bowl show, Daylin, who I talk about here all the time, um, she was like, um, yeah, by the way, I almost forgot about this, but I just put in a request for us to roll to Erica Badu, Hollywood Bowl. And then she's like, I'll keep you posted. She's like, okay, we're in. Mm-hmm. Right? And it was Erica Badu. And that lesbian rocker chick that's dating the model with the brows chick. Um, starts enough. 
So, anyways, she, oh, she no, opened. Very nice. She opened. She was fantastic. One, two, three, four. Na, 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 na. That woman. I don't know her music really, but she's fantastic. She opened up, and before her was um, fuck, I forget his name too. But anyways, it was at the Hollywood Bowl, one of my favorite venues. The Hollywood and the Greek are fantastic because if you're not knowing, because you're not from here, Hollywood Bowl was an outdoor venue. Feist. No, 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 not Feist. No, not Feist. No. Some other Canadian. Look, adorable. Look up Erica Badu Hollywood Bowl. And then we'll get the whole fucking lineup. Um, so while she's looking that up, kids. Um, St. Vincent. St. Vincent, yes. Which, Who, I'm sorry, kind of separated at birth from Feist. What'd you say? Kind of separated at birth from Feist. I could see that. I could see that. Like cute, dark, curly hair, oh Canadian, oh like elfin looking. And yeah. super like SSO vibes all day, but femme. You know I, what I'm I, saying? I never got the SSO vibes until I found out. The, the other, that super hot model who I never got SSO vibes from. Are like totally SSO. They were totally banging. Yeah. yeah. So she, we, did, we saw one song of Homeboy in the beginning who was fantastic. And then I sat through her whole set. Um, but the thing was is we're, we got hooked up by, mm-hmm. I forget her name to thank her. But we got hooked up. It was like pretty much sold out. Um, and we got box seats, um, which are expensive. We got them for free. So and expensive. Um, so expensive. And you know, we brought food and stuff and blah blah blah. And we um had better seats than Justin Timberlake and Mrs. Timberlake. Oh, I'm sorry, Timberlake. Oh, sorry. Excuse, we had to look back at you. <laughs> but I love Justin Timberlake. So it was like I'm seeing You're my like, Do you favorite. Want to yeah, I'm like seeing my favorite bitch of all fucking time who I love to death, could, could do no wrong. And then um Justin Timberlake, who is like the only blue-eyed soul guy that I really love, and he's a fantastic. And oh, excuse me, he's sitting way behind us in a box, like two rows back of us. We're like, what? We have fucking better seats. So, anyways, the whole time we're looking back, like you know, like yeah, being looking cool back, about it. totally trying to be cool about it. And I, they were super cute together. Like mm-hmm. he was all about it, standing up, dancing. They had their own box. No one else was in their box. She had like a, a red and black lumberjack Pendleton on, low key. Like it was just date night. They just had a baby. She just had a baby, um, and they were super cute together. Mm-hmm. So uh, our box was originally four of us, but then um, we had like two more tickets to fit two more people in. So then um, one of the people that was with us, her friend that was actually hooking us up to go to see Erica Badu spin after mm-hmm. um, at the Regent. And she, when she spins, she goes by uh, DJ Downlow Loretta Brown. Okay. Um, so, so turns out that her friends that hooked us up for that shit, because all the shit was sold out, were at Hollywood Bowl seeing the show as well. But they were like up in the nose. So you got to bring them down. So we got to bring them down. That's nice. And it was a gay couple, of course. And um, oh, hello, text. <laughs> oh, Dalen, of all people that we're talking oh, about, Dalen. she just texted me. So, so um, he's like, um, "Can I ask you a favor?" And I just met him. He's like, "Dad, could you take a picture of us, but try to get Justin and I?" I said, "Of course, duh. I will totally do that for you." So. Uh, there's a picture of them two, and in the back is Justin and, nice. and Jessica. Um, but it fantastic show. If you guys are not knowing, I don't know how you could not know about Erica Bundu. She's fantastic. Her shows are amazing. 
tidbit, side note, she looked the biggest I've ever seen her. And I was like, I think she's pregnant, but there's no sign of her. Usually when she's pregnant, she's like wearing super tight fitting clothes, showing her belly and super proud of it. So I was like, I don't know. I think she's pregnant. So we're trying to figure out <coughs> if she's pregnant or not because she's wearing like, she's looking kind of kind of, kind of scruffy and mm-hmm. she's wearing overalls and okay. we're like, oh, okay. Um, so Kano knows some privilege information. So, um, which I can't really speak on too much, but I, secret, she's, she's pregnant. Okay. Um, but anyways, she was fantastic. She killed it at the bowl. And then we went to go see her. She's, she's known and prone to be late. As, oh, as working yeah. in the music industry, she's yeah. not a prone to be late. So we're like, okay, she says she's, she posted that she's going to start spinning, do her DJ set at the region at 1230. So yeah, what are we thinking? We're like, okay, well, I'm thinking 115. So she, I think she arrived around 115. Um, and, but she killed it. Like, it was mm-hmm. totally worth it. Um, so that was a big night out, and that's my story. And you should check out Erica Badu. She's fantastic. Uh, listen to her music, and then see her live. And be blown away. I saw Grace Jones at the bowl. Oh, yeah. And you had the tickets. And I was like, oh, if I had time, I would have rolled with you. Yeah. I I saw Grace Jones at the bowl, who came out, 70 years old, came out in body paint. Because she did that back in the days. Keith Haring would paint, body paint her up, and she'd perform. And like a pair of underwear. Just that was it. She's fucking amazing. She she killed it. Killed it. Gosh. So good. Me and every gay man in the greater Los Angeles area. Of course area. we're there. Yeah. Everybody and their mother was there. Mm-hmm. It was a who's who of, like, gayness up in there. And, and their fag hags to, to, to boot. Yeah. It was a good time. So how was it when she did Slave to, to the, the Rhythm? rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was everything you wanted. It was, like, it was, a, it was very, like, she was, she was shooting the cover of Vogue. In every picture, like, (laughs) super theatrical, like, climbing stairs, naked, except for her body pain, and just, like, she's like a grandma. She's amazing. She looks Uh, great. Like, I could, I would be fine with that body at this age. I would be fine with that body. (laughs) I would be stoked. People work hard for the body that she has. And it's at, what's she, 67, 70? I think she's 67, 68. Oh, my God. Amazing. Yeah. A Amazing. legend. Yeah. Living fucking legend. Yeah, that was great. And um, now the bowl season is done. Yeah, cause, because it's outdoors, kids, and yeah. there's, like, noise restrictions and stuff. Um, it's only, like... Halloween. Halloween's the last yeah. one. They're doing uh, Danny Elfman and The Nightmare oh, Before Christmas. Amazing. I'll be out of town for that shit, of course, as always. But, um... Yeah, Hollywood Bowl, one of my favorite venues, and uh, mine too. Yeah, um, I guess that's it. Okay, no, no, Kelly Clarkson here. What you got here? Oh, 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 yeah. Maybe we should save that. Okay, we'll save it. Um, I'll just give you a teaser. Okay. So Kelly Clarkson, ah, fuck it. Maybe we'll do it. Okay. So Kelly Clarkson has been out on tour. Um, tours, I think, wrapped up. And at every tour stop, she allowed her fans to vote on a cover that she would do. Oh, that's cool. So, and, her, and she did, like, everything from, like, Dolly Parton mm. to um, Rihanna to whatever. And killed them all? Killed them. I'm going to have to check that and out. And Entertainment Weekly, I'll post a link to it. It's fucking awesome. Entertainment Weekly has, like, the top ten Kelly Clarkson covers from her <laughs> tour. 
And I love Kelly Clarkson. She yes. has a great voice. Yeah. And she just fucking crushes like <laughs> all of these songs, different arrangements. Oh, awesome. Totally makes them her Freak, own. Yeah, and you're them. just like, oh, Kelly, nailing it. <laughs> so I I was really excited about that. I'll put um I'll put a link to it on our website and maybe post it on maybe like Facebook. Maybe next time she comes to town, that'll be another field trip. I would love to do that. I could probably get ticks to that. Yeah, that's probably I like also say I could probably get ticks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, cool. So, let's see, kids. This has been the second episode that we've had Sam's um, special guest. Mm-hmm. So I think, next time I think a special guest. I think a special guest, and I think uh, and then and then continue with a special guest and mm-hmm. end the year. Yeah, with a special guest. On a strong note. On, On a, a strong, strong note. Special guest note. Yeah, let's do that. Um, so you know we're gonna wrap it up, kids. But why don't you go ahead and continue to send us requests. Feedback. I am loving the fact that people have been like engaging. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Donia. (laughs) Not Donia. Donna. Donna. (laughs) Sorry, Donna. I really like Donia. I was I wanted it to be Donia. Um, Donia, Judy. Yeah, thanks. I Judy, congrats on um, buying buying your first house, Judy. He engages. Juan. Is that Juan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Cheers to you. Yeah. Thank you, you, everyone, to always being... Um, Supportive. Yeah. Except for those people who aren't and are just fucking sitting around and will text me or email me yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And Post be like, that shit oh, in public, motherfucker. Yeah, come on. Like, we're trying to make moves here with this podcast. Yeah, we're trying like, to make some moves. Like, we're trying to engage. We're, we're trying still, to engage. We're still... If Don't text me and be like, oh, it's so funny when you mentioned whatever. Did you see the trailer for this? Yeah. Don't no, do No, no, no. Like, put a review, motherfuckers, because we're still at 15 reviews. Yeah. That's it. And, and the s- last one is still, I can't access the last episode. That ding dong. <laughs> yeah. It was probably long gone. Like, I can't figure out how to listen to you guys on iTunes. Come on. I can't How old are you? Yeah. Get with the fucking yeah. program. Reviews are nice, guys. Yeah, feedback. Sharing is caring. Like, interaction. Like, come on. We've been doing this for a while now. Engage. You know us. You know us, kids. You know us. And if anyone there is one degree or less or X like closer to Chris Harwick or Kevin Smith, have them listen to this. Have and talk it up. Yeah. And tell them how awesome we are. Or we'll get them on the show. No, don't tell Chris to listen to this one because I said that he was my nemesis. No, I think he'll appreciate that. I think so. (laughs) I think he'll appreciate that. All right. Later, skaters. Uh, Peace out, nerds.